News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Ah, yes, the brilliant Monty Python there. Finland, though, ranks first in the World Happiness Index. Uh, one discontented Brit travelled to the Nordic country to find out what their secret is and if there's anything we can learn from the Finnish. Uh, joining us now is Lucy Pearson, book blogger at the Literary Edit and freelance writer. Lucy, what did you find in Finland? Why are they so happy? Oh, well, there are quite a lot of different reasons um, why I think the Finns are so happy. So I don't think they're sort of one thing that we can attribute it to but i think a few things that um certainly stood out for me was um their love and their frequency with which they all sauna um so saunas in finland they so i think they have there are about 5.5 million people living in finland and they have about three million saunas, so roughly sort of <laughs> two saunas per person, which I don't think you you sort of find um, in any other country. And I think it was recently reported that about 99% of Finns sauna at least once a week. So I definitely think that is a sort of habit and, I suppose, lifestyle choice that contributes um, to that. Okay, so saunas... There. Pessimism yeah. as well, though. That was something you didn't expect to find, but you did. Tell us about that. So they have, in Finland, they have quite a lot of sayings around the idea of happiness, um, such as um, happiness always ends in tears. If you're happy, you should hide it. If you reach for the spruce, you'll fall on the juniper. And the idea is about sort of cultivating a more neutral state of contentment rather than seeking, I suppose, a more a more blissful state of joy and ecstasy, which I think other countries sort of focus on, rather than just being content and happy with our lot. Well, uh, there was a brilliant line you used as well, which I think is a great saying. Uh, happiness is a place between too little and too much. I thought, actually, that kind of captured happiness really well. Yeah, I think it was... I think that is... They've got lots of lovely Finnish proverbs, and I think that was probably my favourite... And as I said, it was, it's just sort of this idea of, of being a bit, you know, seeing happiness as more of a neutral um, feeling rather than, rather than one um, that sort of, you know, the ups and the downs, the agony and the ecstasy. Um, and another friend pointed out that they had always thought that happiness sort of meant life without misery. So it's, it's, just, it's just sort of focusing on that middle ground, I suppose. Managing expectations than, a little bit. Yeah, lowering expectations and just sort of being grateful with your lot, I suppose. That's something to be said for. You also, something else that resonated with me from your piece is um, their their love of nature. And I'm just uh, remembering that Monty Python song. One of the lyrics about Finland uh, was the, um, their their mountains are lofty, your treetops so tall. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a spectacular country. But that getting back to nature, I, I kind of identify that. You do feel better when you, when you go out for a walk in the countryside. Yeah, you really, really do. And I mean, I, I'm very lucky. I actually moved to Australia almost eight years ago. So I sort of split my time between the UK and Australia. And Australia is very much known for its outdoor life, oceans, beaches. And I do spend a lot, a lot more time in nature than I did when I was living in the UK. But, and Finland, they've got an expansive shoreline, lots of forests, lots of lakes. But one of our guides did say to us that, because, you know, I did sort of say, well very easy to say when you're standing on a deserted island surrounded by pristine lake waters but she did say whether or not you're sort of in Finland or on a beautiful beach 
just getting out for a sort of 15-minute walk to stretch your legs every morning. You know, there are so many benefits, physical and with regards to our mental health. So what's, what's your kind of lesson from it? I mean, is happiness achievable or is, it, is this pursuit of happiness almost guaranteed to make you unhappy? I, I think it's sort of a bit, a bit of both, okay? So I think it's certainly there are things that we can do in our daily lives to cultivate a more happy existence. As I said, saunas may not be as readily available in other, in other countries as they are in Finland, but doing, you know, practicing that sort of slightly indulgent self-care um, as often as you can, whether it's once a week, once a fortnight, once a month, spending more time in nature, knowing of the, you know, positive effects it will have on your mental and physical well-being. But also I certainly think it's sort of combining those two with a lowering of our expectations so that, you know, there's, le- there's less far to fall if our, if our sort of goals of happiness aren't met. Okay, all right. Fascinating, really interesting piece. Uh, Lucy Pearson, uh, book blogger at The Literary Edit and a freelance writer. Thank you indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.